2022, I faced a major life crisis, one that has never happened in my lineage, at least to my knowledge. You know, when you have high hopes and expectations for a better life and surprise, surprise, so just cut short, just like that, like a bomb exploding to your face, boom. Mm -hmm. That was how it felt. My back against the wall, you know, looking like all was over. There was no energy to even pray. But yes, I was very quick to blame God for my terrible circumstances. But then I encountered the immersive circle. All through the space of one year, I wasn't attending any physical church service, but I was growing, locked up within the four walls of my room. I was still growing, my eyes being open to things even more than those who claimed to be churchgoers. This was only possible because I intentionally plucked myself into a growth community like the Immersed Inner Circle. And that is why I am here to introduce to you the Emerson Inner Circle flagship course, which is themed on bundling the Decade Bootcamp. You know, this goes beyond just an online course. It is a six-month bootcamp that will sharpen you up into the mind of God for you and the world at large in the coming decade. So, dear woman, arise from that pit of frustration and pain life circumstances have put you in. Arise and take your power back. And mind you, unbundling the Decade Bootcamp is available to both men and women. Mm -hmm. So, click in the link which is pasted in the description box below and enroll now. Welcome to the VOS Podcast, a community for the global women. On here, we inspire and motivate. We empower women to discover purpose, fulfill destiny, and walk in victory in every arena of a woman's life journey. Hello and welcome to day 37 of the VOS Podcast. I'm your host, Abolade. Today, we are going to explore the dimensions of relationship in the family setting, in the workplace, your co-workers and associates, friendships and the likes. So, journey with me. We need to understand God's purpose for family. It is an institution given by God. Therefore, it is very important that we do family God's way. A lot of family system in Nigeria, in Africa, even across the globe are actually default from the God's way of doing family. God's purpose for family is to worship Him, to be for His glory. If the parents are not aligned with God, there is no way that a family will worship God. There is no way that a family will bring God glory. And worshiping God, I'm not talking about just going to church, taking your children to church. Yes, that is good. That is a part of it. But what happens after the church? What are the character traits you show to your children? How do you resolve issues in the presence of your children? How do you teach your children to honor God in their act, in their attitude, in their character? What are these things? Or do you just end up just shouting at them when they do wrong and you think that is 
God's type of parenting, well, I think you're missing something. You're missing the point here. You need to understand what the role of the family is in the society at large. It helps the world to stay regulated. You know the saying, charity begins at home. I don't really know if it is a context for now, but it is what came to my mind at this moment. So what I mean is that your children are the future leaders of tomorrow, right? So whatever you instill and groom out from them and into them is what will shape the society at the end of the day. Those ruffians and bad people we see in the world today, if only they had good parental upbringing. And I'm not just talking about morals, because what most parents think is good parental upbringing is morals. No, I'm talking about the upbringing using the methodology of the Holy Spirit. Most parents are not inclined and in tune to the Holy Spirit. They think they, they can do parenting just based on their own knowledge, just based on their own experience, just based on their own fears. You cannot do parenting alone. You need the Holy Spirit because He is the orchestrator of parenting. He is the one that has put you there. You are under the assignment of God. So if you if you think you can do parenting alone you are making a very very big mistakes you know they would have turned out better yes even though man's heart is always bent towards evil there is still hope remember train up a child in the way that it should go and when it grows it would not depart from it can you see that it is possible this is our hope if the scripture is telling us that if you train a child the way you are supposed to train a child in christ jesus when he grows up he would not depart from it it means these things work it's work the enemy will try to confuse you and conf, 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 confuse you and make you feel like oh if you if you instill um um the god traits into your children they will go out there mix with the world and they can end up being whatever they want to be those are lies from the devil god has already pointed it out here straight up that if you train a child in the way that it should go when he grows up he will not depart from it even when he mix with other things out there he will still not depart from the truth so Parents should be more intentional about teaching their children the truth rather than just being moralist and being dogmatic. Don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that, this, that. Rather than parenting because of their fears, being parenting because of their their fears and their trust issues and their insecurities and their bad experiences. If you parent from that angle you would not do a good job in your parenting you would not achieve a healthy relationship with your children but if you parent from god's angle god will teach you what to do he will give you wisdom he said ask for wisdom and he will give you ungrudgingly without finding any fault you need wisdom in your parenting ask god for wisdom let's raise children that won't have to recover from their childhood this is a quote that i love from pam Liu. the truth is that many adults are still recovering from their childhood trauma myself included and trauma doesn't only mean physical or sexual abuse yes this is part of it but there are many things that could cause trauma in a person which they might not even know about your parents shouting at you from childhood you know, rather than correcting you in calmness 
and in love you know this can be traumatic that you would think you've overcome it but when you begin to see, do the same to your children that is when you would know that the painful memory is still ingrained in you and those traumatic environment are simply because the identity of that family was not deeply rooted in christ can you see it was not deeply rooted in christ even if it is a christian family and they go to church every sunday going to church every sunday doesn't mean you are deeply ingrained in christ what do you do after the sunday how do you handle life how do you think about life even beyond the sunday this is what shows if you are truly truly in in ingrained in christ and rooted in christ so you need to heal and forgive your childhood offenders they may be your parents they may be your caregivers your teachers those who have wronged you and imbibed the wrong culture and the wrong methodology of thinking the wrong mindset about life into you knowingly or knowingly you know so your children won't be the ones healing from you i mean you don't want to be in that spot it's not a good position to be at all your children having to heal from you you don't want to do that to the next generation you really want to break the chain in this generation because each day of our lives we make deposits in the memory banks of our children this is a quote from charles arrow swindle and see don't worry that your children aren't listening worry that they are watching as remy makajola would say you have been placed in that position in that parenting position to be a model to your children as much as a mentor to them don't be all talk and no do see these children they are smart and they pick clues easily and those clues they make impressions on them so model the lifestyle you want to you want your children to live out which is the lifestyle of christ i would leave you with this quote your greatest contribution to the world is not something you do but someone you raise this is a quote by Andy Stanley I would love to also encourage you to check out Graceful Parenting by Remy Macontrola now that we've discussed family relations let's look into friendships how do you build a power circle and what do you even mean by power circle is it not just to have friends you can be gisting and gossiping with like what's the big deal well let me break the ice a power circle is a group of people committed to each other's success they share opportunities and leverage them you know basically knowing how to use your influence to push each other forward into greater things and being better achieving a higher purpose invest in your friendships and keep close linked relationship with your community of encouragers and visionary women so now how do you find the right circle for you i believe an important beginning on the process of finding the right community and building a power circle starts by knowing the season of your life seasons come and seasons go you cannot be in the same season of life forever that is why we have a season of pain and we have a season of joy so know the season of your life know the season of life you are in and what you require in that season you know i shared a little bit of my story in the soul folder go there and be blessed listen to it and be blessed 
in this season of my life i knew i didn't need everybody i didn't need everybody so i should shut out everybody but i knew i needed someone or at least a few people that i could share my pain with and you know they could encourage me and build me and help me build myself up back again and not just doing pity pity party i i knew i didn't need that pity party and god sent them my way those few people i am okay with them and i knew that i needed them in that season of my life i knew what i wanted i knew that what i wanted in that season of my life when i was going through the pain is that i wanted to heal i wanted to come back up again i wanted to rise back to my new self and put away all the old things and come back new you know all things um former things are old and things have become new so that is what i wanted and if that's what i required in that season i had to focus on who god was sending to me that would help me channel channel that um requirements that would help me channel that thing that i wanted to see in my life so you need to look out for people that inspire you people that are headed in the same direction as you have people who share core values with you and people who make valuable contributions to your life and you can also make valuable contributions to their life in your own unique way so you start off by getting into your goals Clarify your vision. Begin to do what you should be doing with your life and your right tackle will come your way. You will meet people you are supposed to connect with on your journey. And you are not going out there to beg for friendship because you are a person of value as well. And you indeed show that by offering value. You know, I remember in secondary school when I approached this beautiful girl. I actually liked that because she was pretty. And I approached her to be my best friend. Well she agreed we did the best friendship <laughs> at least for the limited time that we were in school together but guess what immediately after school i lost contact with her <laughs> till today i have not spoken to her she has not spoken to me we don't even know anything about each other and it's fine because now i have a a great sense of self that i know that not everybody is for me do you see and i'm not going to go out there begging for friendship no god will send the right friends to me i will be of value to them as much as they will be of value to me too and truth be told we most likely all already have destiny friendships but they are not so productive that is why we feel like we are not getting anywhere in the relationship so instead of just throwing people away why don't you repurpose your current relationships in your life to be more productive and you know breed the practices that grow synergy and partnership in your friendship and know that the lifeblood of any relationship whether it be family relationship or spousal relationship or just friendship is meaningful and valuable conversation it is your duty to nurture your relationships both parties have to be intentional don't be a friend that calls when you only need help i think this one is talking to me most especially <laughs> god help me well thank you for staying tuned see you in the next episode bye and make sure to follow us on our social media platforms on instagram at vs ministry and on youtube at vs podcast please share 
rate and review today's podcast episode if you aren't clear on how to rate and review check out a quick video on our youtube channel on steps to rate and review a podcast all links will be dropped in the description box don't forget to also send in your questions your contributions your insights via voice messages